الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله والله what a beautiful gathering and what a beautiful sight to have young people inside the house of Allah this is two big combination you being young person and holding on to the religion you qualify to be under the shade of the prophet said سَبْعَةٌ يُضِلُّهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي ظِلِّ يَوْمَ لَا إِلَّا ظِلُّ the prophet said seven type of people Allah is going to give them a shade on a day where there's no shade except for the the shade of Allah and the shade of Allah is his throne and on this day the sun is how far from your head? Less than a what? A handspan. So that day people would do anything to have shade. One of the people that will have shade, Shabab, young youth people that attach themselves to the deen of Allah. Number two, any person, young or old, who attach himself to the, to the masjid. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make you all from that and from us as well. Inshallah ta'ala. The scholars they say, Afdalul ilmi, ilmul hal. Afdalul ilmul hal. The scholars they say that the best knowledge is the knowledge of, of, of what's going on at the time. So, if it's Ramadan, when it's time of Hajj, the person should talk about Hajj. You know, when it's Ramadan, the person should talk about something related to Ramadan. The best knowledge is the knowledge of the, of the moment. And inshallah, Monday, what do we expect in Monday? Is Eid. And Eid is an act of worship. Yes or no? It's an act of worship. And in Islam, Every act of worship, anything you do that's act of worship, it comes with what? Rulings. It comes with rulings. And the Muslim, before he does an act of worship, he needs to have knowledge about it. He needs to have what? Knowledge about it. Doesn't have to have detailed knowledge, but he needs to have the what? The surface knowledge of it. This is how you understand the hadith of the Prophet, Talabul ilmi. The Prophet said, seeking knowledge is fard, is mandatory upon every Muslim. What type of knowledge is that? That knowledge is, is it everything in the religion you have to know? No. But the things that you cannot live without. Can you live without making wudu? No. So we need to learn how to make wudu. Can we live without praying? So you need to have knowledge of how to pray and things to say. Just like that, Eid is coming. So we're going to talk about the ruling and inshallah ta'ala some of the, the etiquettes we should have during the time of, of Eid. How many pillars does Islam have? Five. Look at this. The first pillar is Shahada. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us before shahada, you need to have knowledge. فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ Allah says, know about la. Before you take la ilaha, first you need to what? Know what it means. 
La ilaha illa. This is why sometimes some of the imams, when they, a new person comes and he wants to what? Enter into Islam. The imam will say, repeat after me. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah. And that Prophet Muhammad is the final. And then they will add and they will say, and that Isa or Jesus is, the, is what? Is a messenger and not the son of? Why do they add this? They're adding this to make sure this person what? Knows when he says La ilaha illallah, he knows what he means. What is the second pillar? Salah. The Prophet told us, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. The Prophet said, Pray the way you have seen me. This means the second pillar of Islam, Salah needs, what do you need to have? Knowledge. The Prophet saying, Learn how I pray. What is the third pillar? Zakah. And Zakah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and give its right when it comes out. Meaning, when your money reaches a certain what? Mark. Allah is saying, now, and, it, and, and you had it for a year, now give the right of that to Allah. And that is the what? The zakah. Look, this money is not even yours. Allah says in the Quran, Allah says, and give from the money that we have given you. Zakah, Allah says in the Quran, you have to know when to give the zakah to give the zakah. What is the fourth pillar? Fasting. And, and the Prophet told us, you know, the, the Prophet said, fast when you see the moon. And break your fast when you see the moon. This tells us that even for us to begin Ramadan, we need to have what? Knowledge. What about Hajj? The Prophet said about Hajj, خُذُوا عَنِّي The Prophet said, Take from me the way you make Hajj. The point, what is the point of this whole thing? The point of this whole thing, any time you do an act of worship, what do you need to have? Knowledge. This is clear from the Quran and from the, from the Sunnah. Now Eid is coming Monday, insha'Allah. And we will talk about some of Eid. What does the word Eid mean? What does it mean? Just the word Eid means something that what? Repeats over and over and over. Ada ya'udu. It returned. Why does it mean it returned? Because this is a, a, a day that returns every, every, every year. Eid al-Fitr. And al-Fitr means what? Breaking the fast. Because we have two Eid. This way you never mix it up. Eid al-Fitr is the Eid that comes after Ramadan. Eid al-Adha is the Eid for the time of the time of Hajj. And the Muslim have seven Eid. The Muslim has what? There are seven days that the Prophet referred to them as Eid. The first one is Eid al-Fitr. The first is Eid al-Fitr. The second is Eid al-Adha. The third is what? Yom al-Jumu'ah. The Prophet called the day of Jumu'ah what? 
our Eid. Also, the day of Arafah, in the Yom Arafah, wa Yom Al-Nahr, wa Ayyam Al-Tashriq, the day of Arafah, and the day uh, and the three days of what? The Tashriq. The, the three days of Tashriq are the days after Eid, Al-Adha. So, all of these seven days, the Prophet referred to them as what? Eid. From these seven, there are two major Eid. Two major Eid and the others are minor. What is the two major Eid? Eid Al-Fitr and Eid Al-Adha. Who can tell us now what does the word Eid mean? Who can tell us the meaning of the word Eid? Something that what? That repeats. And how many days in Islam did the Prophet call them Eid? Seven days. What are those days? Eid al-Fitr, Eid al-Adha, the day of Jumu'ah, Yom Arafah, and the three days of, of Tashriq. All of these seven days, the Prophet ﷺ referred to them as, as, as the days of the days of Eid. Also, these are days of Eid. In Islam, we also have places of Eid. We have what? So you have days of Eid, and you have places of what does it mean, places of Eid? Places of Eid meaning, this is a place where every year the Muslims, they gather. And what are these places? Three main places. You have Mina. I mean, people make Hajj. People make Hajj every year, right? They have to gather in a place called what? Mina. Also, Muzdalifah is a place of Eid. And also, Arafah is also a place of Eid. These are places... That when people make Hajj, they have to go spend some days in Mina. They have to go sleep in what? Muzdalifa. They have to spend the day in Arafah. The point is that these places, the Muslim day, come to it how often? Yearly, every year. These are the only places we are allowed to go every what? Every, every year in an Eid way. Now, what is the proof? For Eid, for the Eid Salah. What is the proof that we have Eid? Now we talked about the meaning of Eid. Wallah, brothers, inshallah, just give me your attention for maybe 20, 30 minutes. And by the end of 20, 30 minutes, inshallah, you will have good, you will feel comfortable about what? About the day of Eid. Don't you want to have knowledge on that day? You know, so, and don't be lazy. Everyone say, A'udhu Billah Minash Shaitan Rajeem. You know, this is, this is, you know, it's the last day. Of, you know, there's a hadith that says that Laylatul Qadr can be found on the Ramadan, the last night of, of Ramadan. For now we established, now we established the meaning of Eid. Yes or no? Now we're going to establish the proof for Eid. This is a good question to know, right? What is the proof for the Eid? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi in the hadith in Bukhari and Muslim, عن أنس بن مالك رضي الله عنه قال قدم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المدينة. The Prophet he came to the city of المدينة and then he saw that the people of Medina they were doing what? The people of Medina they were doing they were they were celebrating the things that they used to do already. So the Prophet left Mecca and he came to Medina. When he came to Medina, some they accepted, some they just accepted Islam but they don't know much about. About Islam. So they accepted Islam, but yet 
they were still celebrating the things that they used to do in in Medina. So the Prophet said, what is this celebration you guys are doing? They say this is a celebration we used to have before you came to us, O Prophet. And now the Prophet وسلم, he will tell them, he said, then the Prophet told them, what you guys used to do before, Allah has replaced it. Because the thing that they used to do before, inside it there used to be some type of what? Shirk. This is why the Prophet said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is replacing what you guys used to do. And Allah is giving you something different than that. What is it? The Prophet said, يوم الأضحى ويوم الفطر. The Prophet said, the day of Adha and the day of Eid, Al-Fitr. So brothers, this hadith, what did it show us? This hadith of Anas, what did it show us? So this hadith, I'm going to repeat the hadith again. Because if somebody asks you now, what is the proof for Eid? Monday you go to Eid. You, you go to your neighbor. You dressed up nice. And they say to what's your proof? So you want to say what? The Prophet wasallam, when he saw the people of Medina celebrating the things that they used to do, although now they accepted what? Islam. The Prophet wasallam, he said, قَدْ أَبْدَلَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِهِمَا خَيْرًا مِنْ Allah replaced something better for you. And the Prophet said, يوم الْأَضْحَى and, and Eid يوم الْفِطْرِ For the day of Eid is mentioned inside the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now we go to section number three. What is the ruling on the Eid prayer? So now we know what Eid what means. And we have the proof from the what? So, so the Sunnah makes it very clear. But there's also proof in the Quran. But the proof in the Quran is indirect. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, رَسْمَ رَبِّهِ he, make, he makes the mention of Allah's names and then he prays. What do we do on Eid al-Fitr? You do a lot of takbirat, right? رَسْمَ رَبِّهِ this ayah is also a proof for Eid al-Fitr. But it's indirect. It's, it's not as straight as the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Now, now the section number, what is the ruling on the Eid prayer? The ruling on the Eid prayer, and we will just go straight to the main, and I don't want to mention why this group said it's sunnah, and this group said this. Just one group, they said that the sunnah, the, the, the Eid prayer is sunnah. And the Shafi'is, they say this. And what is their proof? Their proof that they use is they say that one time the Prophet was sitting and a Bedouin came to him. And man, Bedouin means he is far away. And he came to the Prophet and he said, Oh Prophet, if I bear witness that there's no, none has the right to be worshipped except Allah, and I pray five times a day, and I give my zakah, and I fast in Ramadan, and I don't do anything extra than that, will I go to Jannah? This hadith is in Bukhari. The Prophet said, if he is truthful, he, that will take him to Jannah. 
So some of the scholars, they use this hadith and they said the man told the Prophet he's only going to pray what? Five times a day. So they use this hadith and they say this hadith shows that anything outside the five will become what? Will become sunnah. But you need to look at it more. Did this hadith mention hajj? No. So this means that this, this was at an earlier time. You guys understand? That this statement that the Prophet he mentioned to this companion, it was at a what? Earlier time. How do we know this? Because Hajj wasn't mentioned. And we know Hajj came what? Wa'atimul Hajj wal Umr came later on. So the most correct is that Eid is wajib and is fard, especially for the man. Why do we know this? Because the Prophet وسلم, look, forget the man. The Prophet used to encourage the woman to come out. The Prophet used to what? Encourage the woman to come out to the Eid prayer. Not just any woman. Even, you know, even the women that were on their monthly period. The Prophet said, bring them to the masjid. You know, but don't let them what? Come near where people are, are praying. The Prophet said, then one of the female companions, she told the Prophet وسلم, some of them, they don't have any clothes to wear. Look, now the Prophet, and, we, and you have to look at the way the Prophet talks, you know. He doesn't do this often. He does, the Prophet doesn't like to, uh, like, you know, bargain people, put a lot of pressure on the people. The Prophet told, told, told the, the female companion, well, let them, let their friends, let other ones that have two garments, give them what? One garment. And this shows you how much the Prophet is what? Emphasizing. For the woman to come to the Eid prayer. If this is for the woman, what about the man? This is even what? A higher level. For no, no man can on the day of Eid sleep and say, this is Sunnah. No, we say Eid Salah is what? Is wajib. And it's from the, the signs of Islam. You know, Islam has what? Signs. Means, وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّهَا مِنْ تَقْوَى الْقُلُوبِ وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ Another ayah وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ Allah says and whoever honors the, the signs of Allah the symbols of Allah and the Eid prayer they are what? They're signs and the symbol some people don't know they are Muslims around them until it's the day of until the day of Eid yes or no? when they see people leaving and cardinal they find out about the day for no man should miss the Eid prayer because of work no brother should miss Eid prayer because of school or because of any exam. This is a fard upon, upon all the men. And the Prophet even highly encouraged the sisters to, to come out. Okay, what about the one who's traveling? If someone is a traveler, is the Eid prayer wajib on him? No, because he's a traveler. So on him is going to be what? It's good that he should pray. But it's not what? It's not wajib. Just like the traveler, is Jum'ah wajib on him? It's good for him to pray, but is it wajib? No, it's not wajib. So the Eid prayer for the man, is it wajib or not wajib? No, for the man, it's wajib. And for the sister? Highly encouraged. Okay? What about for the traveler? This guy's a faqeed, this guy's gonna be a alim. This young brother here, 
Masha'Allah. Say, uh, Insha'Allah. May Allah bless you. Insha'Allah, tomorrow you sit there, I sit there. You will see, Insha'Allah. Number two. What is, or the next, next part. What is the wisdom behind Eid? The Eid prayer. What is the wisdom behind? The Eid, the Eid prayer. The wisdom behind the Eid prayer one is that you're showing your happiness after you finish a pillar of Islam. Ramadan is one of the what? Pillars. And you just completed a pillar of Islam. So you are what? Happy. So this is why, the reason why we have, we have Eid. Also, Eid is there because it's a celebration because now the thing, look, things used to be permissible for you before Ramadan in the daytime, right? Ramadan time, you cannot eat and drink in the daytime. After you finish, now those things are again, now what? Permissible back to you again. So because of this, you're now, you're, you're showing that you are, you're happy. Also, in Ramadan, the last 10 nights, everybody, they went to the next level in their worship. You prayed, you fasted, you read Quran, you gave zakah, you gave sadaqah, and you prayed more, and you came back in the masjid, and you slept in the masjid. You do a lot of ibadat. And, and we know that Ramadan, there's Laylatul Qadr. Maybe you caught Laylatul Qadr. We ask Allah to make us from those that caught Laylatul Qadr. Our sins is what? Forgiven. The Look, Ramadan is so special, you don't even have to do anything. If you just live to Ramadan, it will erase your sins. The Prophet said, Al-Umratu ila al-Umrah, Kafaratu lima baynahuma. In the other hadith, Wa Ramadanu ila Ramadan. From the Prophet said, from one Ramadan to another Ramadan is a way to have your sins what? Your minor sins what? Erased. For you finished, not only did you live Ramadan, but you got to finish Ramadan. This is now you have a what? A day of celebration. Also, we have Eid to show that you are thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding you to be able to what? To be a better Muslim. And to, come to the, and to come to the masjid. All of you guys here now, each of you guys here, you know somebody from your friends, from your family, from your neighbors. You know somebody that is now not doing what he's supposed to be doing. That they're not on the right path. That they're taking drugs, not small drugs, heavy drugs. Two, two three days ago, we went to go talk to two brothers. Wallahi al-Adim, the drugs that they're mentioning are so shocked. I say, how do you even get this stuff? And he said to me, Wallah, Ahmed, it's easier than water. It's easier than, than water to get this type of stuff. For the fitna you guys are facing, uh, no one's seen it before. And uh, what you guys face and what you have to overcome, it's very difficult. No generation has ever, has ever seen it. For we ask Allah to guide me and to guide all of us. So, where were we going? What were we saying? <laughs> so we were saying that some of you guys here, you know somebody that's not here now. Or that's not in the right path. What is the difference between you and them? Allah chose to what? Guide you. Allah chose to what? Show you guidance. Allah you know, gave you light. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made things easy for you. So because of that, you need to be 
you need to be thankful to that. That's why Allah says at the end of Ramadan, Look, Allah says, and you finish the day. What's the ayah? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that and this is at the end of Ramadan when Allah talks about Ramadan Allah says that you finish fasting in Ramadan and you are, you are saying Allah and you're doing the takbirat you're, you're grateful to Allah and that and you do shukr to Allah why did, why did Allah end shukr after Allah talking about the Ramadan Allah said what to do what shukr what's the connection because it is Allah who what? Guided you to fast. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who guided you to what? To come to the masjid. It is Allah who helped you to pray five times a day. And all of this you need to be thankful, thankful for. Also, another wisdom behind Eid is that as the Prophet sallallahu said, وَلِصَّائِمِ farhatan. The one who is fasting, he will, happy, he will be happy two times. The first time is when he breaks his fast. Is when he what? When he breaks his fast. Why are you happy when you break your fast? Because you can eat again. And even more than that, because you just worshipped Allah for 12, 14 hours. You know, you were giving up things for the sake of, doesn't that feel good? Doesn't it feel good when you do something for Allah? So that's why, you know, do you know, do you know why it feels good when you fast all day and then you break your fast? Because you are doing what Allah created you for. What did Allah create you for? Toward Allah created you to worship Him. Allah said in the Quran, Ya Yuhaladina Amanu the ayah of Surah Al-Fad, Ya Yuhaladin Amu Astajibu Lillahi. Allah says, O you who believe, answer the call of Allah and the call of the Prophet when they call you to what will give you life. Allah says, to, to what will give you what? This means that when you obey Allah and the Prophet, you will feel like you are what? Alive. And that's why in the Quran, when Allah was talking about a man in Mecca, he was living in Mecca. Allah said about him, you know, um, what's the answer of Surah An'am, Shaykh? The answer of Surah An'am where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, you know, Al-Hayy um, Wal-Mayyid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala referred to, then, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's um, gonna come. This is because of my sins, right? That we forget the what? So that's why when you forget something, the person should say, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. You should say, Astaghfirullah a lot. It's good. No, not that one. It's you, you guys both know it. You both know it. It's um, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, you know, Al Hayy wal Mayyid. We have to bring this ayah, Shaykh. This ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about a man in Mecca. فَأَحْيَيْنَا وَجْعَلْنَا لَهُ نُورًا يَمْشِي بِهَادَ هُوَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, but what's the beginning of the ayah? 
أفهو سرد اللهم بارك أفمن كان ميتا فأحيينا أخي the message has money to give the brother we gotta give the brother a nice أفمن كان ميتا الله says do you see the man who is dead but he is walking among the what the people Allah referred to him as what dead but he is walking among the people now this person later on he accepted what Islam. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأَحْيَيْنَا We give him life again. So Allah referred to him in the beginning as a person who is what? He's walking dead. Once he started to worship Allah and, and, and follow Islam, Allah referred to him as what? Alive. What do you get from that? You get from that, Wallahi, the more you worship Allah, the more you're going to feel what? Alive. And the more you're going to feel that you're having a very productive day. Any day you pray five times a day, that is your most what? Most productive day. Because you did something you are created for. The one who's fasting, after he worshiped Allah for this long, now he breaks his fast, he's going to be what? Happy. And this is why on the day of Eid, this is why on the day of Eid, some people will be happier than others. Some people will be what? Happier than others. The ones that worshipped Allah hard in Ramadan and they locked themselves in the masjid and they made i'tikaf and the ones that even spent from their own money and went to go make umrah in Ramadan and at the end of Ramadan they're going to be much more, more what? Happier. But you will even find in Eid the man who, the person who some people don't even pray in Ramadan. Some don't even pray in Ramadan. Some don't even fast in Ramadan. Like grown men, like 25, 30, like big people. You tell them why you're not fasting? He says, I have meeting at work. I cannot, I need coffee. You think Allah is going to put barakah in that? Far from that. So these people that didn't fast in Ramadan, are they going to be happy on the day of Eid? On the day of Eid, they're just, just nice, that's it. But the one who's happy from the inside is the one who what? Who worship Allah. Do you guys agree with me, yes or no? Yes. This is true, yes? This is why the wisdom of Eid is after you worship Allah for so many days and you put a lot of effort, this is your day to be happy. And this is your day. And that is the first day. The, the hadith says you'll be happy two times. The first time when you break your fast. Do you know when is the second time? On the day of judgment. Why on the day of judgment? You'll see the reward. And what is the reward of fasting? Nobody knows. And Allah, this is called in the Arabic language, this is called mubham. When somebody wants to show you the value of something, he doesn't even mention it. So, so the, you know, if you read Quran, one, one letter is equal to 10. So their act of worship, if you do, you know. We pray five times a day. Five equals to 50. But there are also act of worship, we don't know the reward. And some of them is what? Fasting, the Prophet and also fasting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَإِنَّهُ لِي وَأَنَا أَجْزِي Allah said in the Hadith Qudsi, fasting is for me. Allah put fasting, he, he attached fasting to himself. Is that something special? That's huge. The Quran, what is the Quran called? The book of? Kitabullah. The Kaaba is called what? Baytullah, like if Allah adds his name to something, that means this thing is what now? Honored now, in a high level. 
for the, the reward of fasting, even the angels don't even know what to write down. And that your reward you, you'll have on, but remember there's two types of fasting. How many types of fasting? Two types of fasting. The first type of fasting is, is the one that the person will not be rewarded. The only reward he's going to get is what? Al-Ju' wal He's fasting, but he's talking bad. He, he's behaving bad. He's not praying. He's, he's not controlling his eyes. This person, the Prophet told us, the only reward he's going to have is what? Hunger and what? And thirst. <coughs> and another person, when he fasts, because of his fast, he's going to enter from the door of Rayyan. And because of his fast, the angels will say to him, you know, Kulu washrabu hani'an. You know, the angels say, drink and eat for, and with a sweetful way. Because of what he used to, the way he used to hold back. Meaning that the Ramadan that you used to fast. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Now we're gonna review quickly. What does Eid mean? Something repeat. The repeat. How many days of Eid did the Prophet give us? Seven. But what are the two major Eid? Is is Eid wajib for the man? What about for the woman? It's strong, strongly recommended. Okay. And then what does it talk about? What's the wisdom behind Eid? What is the wisdom? By the way, in Islam, sometimes we know the wisdom and sometimes we don't. If we don't know the wisdom, that means, is, does that mean there's no wisdom? No. no. You know, some people, when they want to approach Islam, they want to approach it with their mind. I want to know everything. I want to know the wisdom of everything. Why do we have to make wudu like this? Why do we have... No. Islam? What does Islam mean? To submit. That's one. And number two, we say to this person, how, how dare, you know, you say, I want to know everything. Your, your, your brain is what? Limited. Everything the human being is limited. Can you eat non-stop? Because you're limited. Can you sleep as long as you want? You're limited. Can you stay awake as much as you want? Can you see as far as you want? Can you hear? You are limited, but when it comes to the religion and Allah, you want to what? Know everything. And you want to put your mind the same as, as the same as the revelation. For in Islam, sometimes we know the wisdom. And sometimes we what? Don't know, don't know. The so for here, the wisdom of Eid is what? After you worship Allah, now is the time for you to be? To be happy. Alhamdulillah. Now, what is the ruling on fasting? What is the ruling? What if somebody says to you, I want to fast the day of Eid? Haram. Is what? No one can fast on the day of Eid. Okay. You look, look. Look, the day of Eid, look. In Ramadan, you were not eating and drinking because Allah told you not to eat and? The day of Eid, you're going to eat and drink because who told you to eat and drink? Allah. So, you tell this person, Eat and drink is worship. This is ibadah. What you're doing now is not what? It's, it's not ibadah. It's going against the, the sunnah. So no one's even, even if you want to make up days of Ramadan, can you make it the day of, uh, the day of uh, Eid? No. no. 
What if you are somebody who did something like some of the things in Islam for you to there's a penalty for it, you know? You have to you have to fast maybe 30 days. You have to fast 30 days what? In a row. And now you're doing this day number 25 is the day of Eid. Do you fast on that day? You you'd skip it. Are you going to start from zero or are you going to pick up from where you left off? Exactly. You guys understand this point? So no, no one can come with a case that says that I have to fast on the day of on the day of the day of eight. How about the second or third day? This guy's mashallah. That's a fiqh question. This is a what? A, his, this is a fiqh question. He's asking what about the days after? After eight. Now we say it depends. We say what? It depends on the person. So for example, we have how many Eid? How many? Two major Eid. Eid al-Adha and Eid. Eid al-Adha is related to what? Hajj. And there are three different ways of making Hajj. One of the ways, of, two of the ways of making Hajj, you have to what? Sacrifice an animal. If a person goes to Hajj and he doesn't have money to sacrifice that animal, instead what he's going to do? He's going to fast. Allah says, three days you have to fast while you're in Hajj, meaning in Mina. And seven days when you come back. So we say, when it comes to Eid al-Adha, if somebody is at Hajj, he cannot fast the day of Eid. But he can fast the days of Tashriq, the three days. You know, Eid al-Fitr is how many days of Eid? What about the other Eid? How many days? You have three days. The first day you cannot fast, but the other two days you can what? Only if you are in Hajj and you are in this specific situation. If you are not in this specific situation, you shouldn't fast the days of what? The days after the Ayyam al-Tashriq because the Prophet called it the days of Eid. Yes, you fast three days while you're in Hajj, and then the seven days, whenever, doesn't have to be, whenever you come back, inshallah. Yes, what about the fasting of like the wood, uh, like on the repeats? Like, let's say somebody was fasting, uh, fasting of the wood, and, and the fasting day came on the day of the day. On the day, so he should skip it. And he'll be rewarded for skipping it, you know that? And not fasting on that day. And he'll be rewarded as the reward of someone who fasted, you know? Because Prophet Dawood, look, you know Prophet Dawood's Ajib. Who's his son? So, do you know how to know the difference? Prophet Dawood, Dad D, Sulaiman, son S. So, I learned this from a kid from our Quran school. You know, he was saying, brother, I'm, I confused this. How I remember? I said, one second. <laughs> it's a good way. So Prophet Dawood is that Dad, and Prophet Sulaiman is that. Prophet Dawood, he used to fast every other. The Prophet said the best fast is the fast of Prophet Dawood. And the Prophet said the best Qiyamul Layl is the Qiyamul Layl of Prophet. The Prophet? Prophet Dawood. So Prophet Dawood, you know, he got both the best fasting and also the best of, of, of Qiyamul Layl. Qiyam so we know now we cannot fast on the day of the, the day of Eid. We cannot fast on the day of now we finish the major things of eight. Yes. If you if you like skip if the day of the week and stuff 
So if if you if it's this Eid, you skip one day. Because this Eid is only one day. The other Eid, you want to skip at least four days. The three days of Tashriq and the day of Eid. Now, brothers and sisters, we're going to talk about the Takbirat. Okay, imagine now, imagine tomorrow Maghrib. Tomorrow's what? Maghrib. People will come and pray. Maghrib. Is there Taraweeh tomorrow? Why? Because in Islam, the night comes before the day. That's why in the Quran, Allah always says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ Do you have any ayah that says النَّهَارِ وَالْلَيْلِ? Always Allah mentions, and from His signs is the night and the day. In Islam, always the night comes and then, and then the day comes. So tomorrow after Maghrib, we are officially in what? Eid. And one of the things that we need to do in Eid is what? Do the takbirat. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, Allah says, and that you do takbirat for what Allah guided you for. So after Maghrib, when the Imam he prays, everyone's going to say what? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi alhamd, Allahu Akbaru kabira, walhamdulillahi kathira. Many different ways. Allahu you can say three times. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Walillahi alhamd, Wallahu Akbar. You can say it two times. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. The point is that you do what? A lot of what? The takbirat. And when will that begin? It will begin after Maghrib, after Maghrib, tomorrow. Some people will say it will begin what? Fajr. But the proof shows it's stronger that it begins what? After, after Maghrib. So once, once you come to Maghrib, that is the thing that you want to busy yourself with by saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. وَلِلَّهِ وَلِلَّهِ الْحَمْدِ The reason for saying the takbirat is because you are thanking Allah for helping you live Ramadan. You are thanking Allah for helping you fast in the month of Ramadan. You're, you're thanking Allah for helping you live the last 10 nights of Ramadan. After you finish Ramadan, now you're going to what? Glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this takbirat, can we all say it as a group? Can we come all as a group and everyone says one, two, three, let's say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, all as a group? Here we have two things. If you are doing it to teach the people, meaning like only, so this big crowd, only five people know it. So now we will say it loud so everyone can what? Say it, say it together. That is allowed. Number, or number two, if it happened by coincidence. Like Umar bin Khattab. You know Umar bin Khattab? One time, he had a loud voice. He was in his mina. And he started doing the what? The takbirat. And it just, uh, it matched a person from here until everybody started to do what? It came and matched together. For if it matched like this, is what? It's no problem. But the asal, the foundation, is that it should be done what? Alone. 
so that he said Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, that and Wallah Adin, if you've been to a place that when they say it differently, you can you can feel you can feel it as well. Fa we say that the takbirat, the foundation, the asr, you should say it by your what? Self. Everyone should but and a loud voice. The man should say what? Loud. And the woman should say if they're by themselves, then they say what? Loud. If they're at a place where the man can hear them, they should say loud enough for themselves to what? To hear. For these takbirat, if the people don't know, and this is most of the situation nowadays. That's why you go to read prayer, someone has the what? The mind, and he said it at the people because people, some want to repeat after some don't know the food. In that case, it's allowed. In the case that everyone just matches their voice, it's also allowed. But the asal is to do what? Everyone should be doing it on, on their own, out, out loud. Okay, now when do we pray Eid? Hi, we're gonna review. What does Eid mean? Something. How many days of Eid do we have? Seven. <laughs> what is the proof for Eid? What is the proof for Eid? Okay, what else? What is the ruling of Eid? Sunnah or Wajib? Wajib for man. Good. When we do the takbirat, very good. When we do the takbirat, when do we start? After, 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 after Maghrib. Now, when is the time for the Eid prayer? Now, when is the what? The time for, for the Eid, for the Eid prayer. The earliest time for the Eid prayer is 15 minutes after sunrise. 15 minutes after what? This is the earliest that you can what? You can, so you pray Fajr? You wait maybe 40 minutes, 30 minutes. The sun rises. Now you could you can start now your what? Your, your Eid, your Eid, your Eid prayer. And it goes all the way until the time of? Zuhur. Until the time of? So it starts when? 15 after. And then you have all the way until? The timing of? The timing of? The timing of? Of Zuhur. Now, we have two Eid. Eid al-Fitr and Eid. Where should we pray them? One of them we should pray earlier than the other. So Eid al-Fitr, we should what? Delay it a little bit. Make it 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 10 a.m. Why? Because the Prophet wasallam on this Eid, he would eat, he would stay at his house and he would what? He would eat. And then he would go to the? Go to the Salah. What about the other Eid? The Eid for Hajj. Eid Al-Adha. This one you should make it as early as possible. Why? Because for this Eid, what do people have to do? One of the Sunnah is that you don't eat. You go to the Masjid. Look, for the one for, for Monday, we should eat before we? Because you want to tell the people, I'm not fasting. This is, my, this is my day of happy. This is my day of Eid. I'm not fasting today. The other Eid, Eid al-Adha, the Sunnah, is that you don't eat anything. And the first thing you should eat from is what you what? Slaughter. And this is hard, by the way. 
It's almost like you're fasting the whole day. By the time you get this and cook it. So that Eid, we should make the Eid what? Early. So that day, you make the Eid, 7 a.m. People, they come, they pray, then they go to the farm and they do what? Slaughter, then they cut, then they... But for the other Eid, people have to stay home and eat. And then they have to come to the prayer. So the prayer, the time that is allowed is from 15 minutes from sunrise until... Until Dhuhr. When should you pray Eid al-Fitr? You delay it a little bit. Eid al-Adha? You make, and why? Why do you make Eid al-Adha early? Because people have to go slaughter. Why, why do you make Eid al-Fitr? Why do you delay Eid al-Fitr? Because people have to eat and... Barakallah. Yes, they should eat. They should take three, five, seven dates, odd number of days before they go to that. Before they go to that masjid. Okay, now, what about the location for the Eid prayer? Where should we pray the Eid prayer? Where should we pray? One, the Sunnah is to pray outside. The Sunnah is to pray Eid prayer. What? Look at the Prophet sallallahu. Look, the Prophet never paid Eid inside his masjid. And do you know the reward of praying inside the Prophet Masjid? What is the reward of praying inside the Prophet Masjid? One, one prayer in the Prophet Masjid is equal to 1,000 prayer. It's the only Masjid that's greater than that is which one? In the Haram. The Haram is how much? 100,000. And Masjid Aqsa is how much? 500. So you have Mecca, the prayer is how many? 100,000. The Prophet, he celebrated Eid in Mecca when he did farewell Hajj. He didn't pray inside the what? The Haram. The Prophet celebrated Eid in Medina inside his masjid and he didn't pray inside his? This shows you that the place for the Eid should be what? At an outside place. This is if you're able to do it. If you're, not, if you're unable to do it, there's no problem praying. Inside a, inside a machine. For the Prophet also, at the time of the Prophet, of course, there's only one. All the people used to come. At the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq, all the Muslims used to come and pray under one Imam. At the time of Umar al-Khattab, all of them used to come and pray under one Imam. It was during the time of Ali bin Abi Talib that the Muslims, they were so much that they opened another place to open. And that was in Iraq. So can you imagine, all the Muslims around Mecca and even those in Medina used to come to pray one Eid prayer. It was only when they couldn't do that and the Muslims were in Kufa that they started a second Jama'ah where? In, in Iraq over there. For this shows you that Eid prayer should be what? Outside and all the message should come together. And inshallah ta'ala, I hope that one day we all come together and we're able to pray at one of these football stadiums, you know? And take over the whole place. That's how some Muslims do. You know, for Eid prayer is meant to be prayed where? Inside or outside the masjid? Outside. outside the masjid. And who makes the adhan for Eid prayer? There is no adhan. One of my sheikh, he used to do this joke every time. Eid prayer, there's no what? There's no adhan and there's no? Iqama. 
Very funny Sheikh, mashallah. When he leads the Eid prayer and he has, they give him the mic, you say, Oh, who wants to make the adhan? You know? And the people sometimes they would come, you know? And then he would say, No, there's no adhan. But the Eid prayer, there is no adhan and there is no. no. A lot of people learn that way, you know? Yeah. Yes. So now we're going to talk about. So, Eid prayer, is there any adhan, any aqama? No. How many rak'ah is the Eid prayer? There's what? Two rak'ah. And this two rak'ah, even the way you pray, look, the day of Eid is the day to, you know, praise Allah. Allah, To say Allahu Akbar. And to mention the greatness of Allah. Even the way you pray on the Eid Salah, what are you repeating a lot? What makes the Eid prayer different than the other prayers? Of the takbirat. For the Eid prayer is two rak'ah. And is going to have, the first rak'ah is going to have seven what? Takbirat. And you don't include the what? The first one. Takbiratul ihram is not what? So you say Allahu Akbar. This takbiratul ihram, what it does is it brings you into the salah. Just like when we went to Umrah, when we went to the masjid and we made the what? Now that intention put us inside the ihram. Salah, how you enter salah is what? Allah. And we, you know, do you know what it means when you say Allahu Akbar, even your hand? You are, you, are, you are throwing everything behind you. This whole dunya doesn't matter to me now. And you say, I'm going to face what? My Lord. Nothing is, and then you say, nothing is greater than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's a scary hadith that says that when you pray, you're standing in front of Allah. And if you turn away, meaning if you don't have any khushur, Allah is going to what? Turn away from you. You know? So when we pray, you, this, this should be the highlight of your day. And as you get older, you're going to know that you need the prayer. You think the prayer needs you? Wallah, uh -uh. You will see. Give it some time in your life. Then you're going to see you are the one who needs. وَاسْتَعِينُ بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَاةِ When you pray, you say Allah. The first, this time. After this, you would do how many times? Seven times. And then the Imam would what? Recite out loud or low? He would recite out loud. And the Prophet وسلم, used to read two surahs. Sabbih ismu rabbikal a'la and had ataka hadithul ghashiyah. And the Prophet وسلم, used to also read surah Qaf and surah Qamar. These are long surahs. The Prophet used to read it for the Eid prayer. But the first, the first rak'ah, how many takbir? Seven. Seven. The second rak'ah then you do after you come back up, you say Allah Akbar, you do five more. So, seven plus five? Twelve. You do twelve, and you don't include the what? And you don't include the what? The, the first takbir and... The, the, so the first one is called takbiratul ihram, and the other one is called takbiratul uh, inqiyad. The takbir that when you are coming, coming back up. Yeah. Okay. Shaykh Omar, you guys pray like that or the seven? The three? Yeah. And Shaykh Omar and Shaykh Harun, inshallah, will show you also. There's a different way of also praying it as well. And both is what? Accepted. 
Now, Eid Khutbah, which one comes first? Eid Salah, when you are praying Eid, which one comes first? The Khutbah and then the Salah or the Salah and then the Khutbah? Which one comes first? You pray first and then you have the Khutbah. What about, the, what about Jum'ah? Khutbah first and then? And then, and then. No. So the Prophet used to begin with the Salah and then he used to give the what? The Khutbah. And his khutbah, he used to start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he would remind the people to be thankful. And then in that same khutbah, the Prophet would go and address the sisters. The Prophet would what? Talk to them? Talk to the sisters. And he would tell them, give in sadaqah. You know, give in sadaqah. I've seen the majority of the people in the hellfire are women. The sisters, they get mad when they hear this, right? But there's another hadith that says the majority of the people in Jannah is also is also women, you know. For for the Prophet sallallahu was reminding them. He talked to the man. For it's from the Sunnah of the Khutbah that in your Eid Khutbah you should have a portion addressing the sisters in any way, like taking care of the hijab, you know, knowing that they are the mother of all of the people coming. You know, they are a whole university that if they are good, the ummah will always be in a good state. And if the sisters go left, then it's dangerous for the... Because the sisters, look, one, they say the sisters, they are half of the population and, the, and they give birth to the other half of the population. For the Prophet used to give them attention. So you would, in the Eid Khutbah, you should address and give a reminder to, to the sisters. And the Prophet what has been clear is that it was only one khutbah. He did not used to sit down. He did not used to what? It wasn't, you know how the khutbah in the Jum'ah, you sit down, then you what? In Eid khutbah, and the strongest, you know, and I made a lot of research in this because for a long time, and the strongest that the Prophet ﷺ never sat down. He used to always give what? One, one khutbah. But you find that many, when they do Eid khutbah, they would sit down and they would, Stand. And this is from the Malikis and other madhahib And they do Qiyas Because they say The Jum'ah This is how the Prophet used to Do it For, for Eid al-Is'ah For the When the Prophet used to pray the, 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 the prayer for the rain And he would give a khutbah He would what? Sit down So they would give a Qiyas But if you look into the Hadith It mentions that The Prophet didn't what? Sit down He gave one khutbah And that was the end of the Eid, Eid prayer Okay, uh, uh, something diff. Okay, what if Eid happens on Jum'ah? What if Eid, the day of Eid, happened to fall on the day of Jum'ah? Then which one do you? What do you do? You pray what? You pray Jum'ah, and you pray Eid first. What would you do for Jum'ah? Now if, you, now, if you pray the Eid, now Jum'ah will become optional to you. Either, what, but what about Dhuhr? If you don't pray Jum'ah, you still have to pray Dhuhr. You know, but if you pray Jum'ah, you don't have to pray. But if Eid happens on the day of Jum'ah, you pray Jum'ah. Like some brothers, then he woke up for Asr. <laughs> and he was very comfortable. No, you pray Jum'ah, you pray Eid, and you want to decide if you pray Jum'ah, or you pray what? You have the option. Which one is better? It's better to pray Jum'ah. 
Because we know the Prophet وسلم, he used to always what? Lead the Jum'ah prayer. For if it happens on Jum'ah, this is how we, how we deal with it. Okay, what if you miss the Eid Salah? Can you make it up? Can you, if you come to the Masjid, the Eid Salah is finished, can you make it up? Yes, you make it up. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he saw a group of people running to the prayer, the Prophet said, Alaykum bi sakina, upon you is to have tranquility, go easy. Go to the Masjid, and whatever you catch, you catch, and whatever you don't catch, you, whatever you miss, you will what? Make up. And this hadith is general, so we keep it general in all affairs. For if somebody goes, I come to the masjid, I find out Shah Omar just finished the Eid prayer, I look, there is no other masjid, I can. And how would you pray the Eid? The same way as the, with the takbirat. For if you miss the Eid prayer, you can't, you can't make it up. What if you come to the prayer, what if you come to the Eid prayer, and the Imam is given the khutbah. That means you missed the salah. Should you, should you pray and then listen to the khutbah or should you listen to the khutbah and then pray? You should listen to the khutbah, finish the khutbah and then you will. Because now you caught both things. Now you have caught what? Both, both, both things. What if you come to the prayer and the Imam, you miss one of the takbirat? So you come to the, you know, we said the first one, how, how many? Seven. If you go and you cut the fifth one, for example, and you only did two, and the Imam now is reciting, do you do anything? No. Because this takbirat is what? It's sunnah. And if you missed it, then you don't have to what? You don't make up that what? That one. But the Eid Salah is what? It's wajib. That's why we say you have to? You have to make So you go to the prayer And you miss one of the takbirat Some people when the imam goes to ruku' You will find them trying to what? Do the two that they missed No Now you missed another sunnah Which is to follow The imam For If you miss one of the takbirat It's fine You will continue and follow The, the imam So inshallah ta'ala Now we're gonna summarize Everything here we said for the major manners or the etiquette of the Eid prayer is you should do a lot of takbirat. Say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And the Muslim, when, before he goes to the Eid prayer, he should take a ghusl, he should take a shower. Like when you go to Jum'ah, you take a shower. When you go make um, uh, Umrah, you make and you do, you start your Umrah, you take a ghusl. Why? Because one, you know, you are cleaning yourself from the outside as you are trying to clean yourself from the inside. That's one. And number two, because the day of Eid, you're going to be around a lot of people. And you want to be what? You want to smell nice. The day of Jum'ah, you're around a lot of people. So you want to, you know, smell, smell nice. For the day of Eid is Sunnah to take, a, to take a shower. And you also should wear your best garment. Whatever clothes you have, you should wear it on, on that day. You should eat something before you leave. You leave the house. And when you go into the masjid, if you can, if you go to the masjid this way, when you're coming back, you should come from the other direction. Why? 
Because one, the Prophet this is how he used to do. He would go one way, and when he's come back, he would take a different, different. The, the scholars they mention one because there's a lot of Muslims, and they might have what questions. So the Prophet can answer anyone that have a question on this side, and when he goes back, anyone that has question on, on that side. Also, the Prophet he wanted the people in Medina to feel the number of Muslims. You know, when, when the people see Muslims coming here, coming there, coming, they're gonna think the number is what? Huge. For the Prophet wanted the people to go different route. Also, the Prophet wanted to meet different people to give them salam. When you come this way, you know certain people will be on this road. And when you come this way, there's a high chance you're going to meet what? Different, different people. Fa, this is a sunnah to follow also. That when you come, if you come from 395, go back using 495. Is that possible? <laughs> but something like that. You get the point, right? You come one way, you try to take the other, the other way. Also, we mentioned that your zakat or fitr, you should pay it before. Zakat or fitr is wajib upon even the young brothers. It's wajib upon what? Everyone, and you have to make sure you take care of this before you pray the Eid prayer. Because if you don't give it during the Eid prayer, now it's not zakat or fitr. Now it becomes what? Just a charity. And, and there's a scary hadith that mentions that your act, what you did in Ramadan is going to just be hanging until you pay your zakat or fitr. Is the key for, for your a'mal to what? Go to the heavens. But this is something you make sure that, and if you're young, you make sure you remind your parents, mom, dad, did we take care of Zakat al-Fitr? Because the one that, the, the leader of the house, the father, is responsible to pay for all of that, the wife and all of their children. For this is something you have to pay before you, before you pray. Brothers and sisters, I think, inshallah ta'ala, with that we mention what we mention. Any question? Yes. Like, where is zakat? Do you mean like you have to give money, or can you give anything else? Does it have to be like people who don't have that thing, or can you give to like the masjid? Ahi, this guy's ajib. Mashallah, tabarakallah. Mashallah, tabarakallah. No, no, mashallah. Amazing. May Allah bless you. Say, Amin. Mashallah. This is very good question. What's your name? Mustafa, our brother Mustafa is asking for zakah. Does it have to be money or can it be anything? So we say, brother Mustafa, there are three types of zakah. How many types of zakah? Three types of zakah. One is called zakat al-fitr. And this is specifically for after Ramadan. It's attached to Ramadan. And this one is specific. That the Prophet ﷺ mentioned that you should give it what? As 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 a food. <laughs> the Prophet mentioned a specific what? Food to give. So for Zakat al-Fitr, we say it's best that you give what? Food. And some scholars say that if the person needs money more, you can give them money. There's there's a view of this. The next zakah is called zakatul mal. It's called what? Zakat. This is 
every year once you have to pay. And this is 2.5% of your... So whatever money you have, you have, say, 10,000 in your account. The, the nisab, if you have more than 4,000, and this 4,000 is stayed with you for more than one year, you have to give at least 2.5 of that of, of sadaqah. And this sadaqah, you don't give it to anybody. You give it to a specific people. Allah mentioned them in the... In, إِنَّمَا صَدَقَاتُ لِلْفُقَرَاءِ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ وَالْعَامِلِينَ عَلَيْهَا Allah mentioned about a group of people that this man has to go to. So that's two. The last, zakah, is called also called sadaqah. And this one you could give to anybody. And you could give anything. You can give money. You can give what? Food. You can give your time. You know your time? You have time now, right? Time is sadaqah. You can't go to someone and say, you need help? I give you my time. You have knowledge. You know knowledge? is sadaqah. You see somebody, it doesn't know how to read alif You say, I'm going to teach you. This is called what also? This sadaqah. But what type of sadaqah? Sadaqah of your knowledge. You know? What zakatul fitr that we mentioned, it has to, you have to give it before you pray the Eid prayer. May Allah bless you. So now we know during the time of the Prophet money was available. We know for sure money was what? Available. And and currency was there. And we know there were poor people that needed also money at the time of the Prophet. Yet still the Prophet didn't mention anything about giving and also that's one. Number two, also we know the Prophet and if we look at his hadith, he doesn't he was very specific. The Prophet doesn't do this very often. You know, the way that he mentioned, you know, a measurement of barley, a measurement of he mentioned many different types of stable food, you know? And if the Prophet and he mentioned more than three. So if the Prophet mentioned food specifically. More than one hadith. And money was available. And there were poor people that needed money at that time. And food. Yet the Prophet was still pushing food. So this shows you that the closest to the sunnah for zakat of fitr is to pay what? To pay food. Now you go during the time of Harun ibn Rashid. And Abd Malik ibn Marwan. And the Muslims now they what? They spread. Now once they spread. Some of the madhahib. And some of the scholars at, that, at those places. They gave, started to give fatwa that this person instead of food is better we give him what? Money. He needs money more than food at this time. But they would give, they were allowed to give what? Money. So this is when he had. But it didn't happen during the time of the four khalifa. As a matter of fact, if it was to happen during the time of the four khalifa, we would be okay with it 100%. Because the Prophet said, follow me, my sunnah and the sunnah of the, the four khalifa. Inshallah Ta'ala I will, I will ask questions now Eid, what does it mean? And then, then I'll take Eid, what does it mean? How many? It means to repeat And we have how many Eid in Islam? And the two major one is Eid al-Fitr Is it wajib for the man to pray? For the woman? And, and where do they pray the Eid Salah? The best place to pray? Outside we also mentioned how many rak'ahs the Eid and the khutbah? 
The khutbah should be after? After the prayer. What else did we mention? There's seven takbirat also. And there's also another way of also praying it as well. And uh, what else? What are some things the man say loud and the woman? When does it begin to say that Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar? From Maghrib, oh, when does it stop? The next Maghrib, no. It starts from Maghrib and it will end when the Imam comes. When the Imam for the Eid Khutbah comes, when he says Assalamu Alaikum, now you what? So there's a chance that you leave the masjid and for you it stops. But another person is what? You guys understand? Another person might be saying it because he still didn't pray. But for you it's fine. So the, the takbirat will end as soon as the Imam comes, comes on. What if you go to the masjid and you miss the Eid prayer? Can you make it up? What if you miss one whole rak'ah and you cut the second rak'ah? What do you do? You what? You make up that one rak'ah, but you, you also make up with its what? With the takbirat. Okay? <coughs> I think, the, and then also we mentioned that when you are going to the Eid prayer, you should what? Eat before you? Why? To show the people that you are? Not fat. When you go one way, you try to take, come from a? Different. And you should wear your? And the best color? White. The best color? White. And for the day should be? Odd number of dates. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha one or two. I ask you if you learned something today, I ask you to please make dua for me. Anytime you remember Eid or something, and you remember something I said from here, I ask you to what? Make dua for me. Jazakumullah khair. Now I take. Yes, brother. So at what age does your like, father stop becoming responsible for your zakat? MashaAllah. So the brother asking, at what age does your father become what? Or he is not, he's not responsible for you. The scholars, they differ in this. They say, as soon as you become, you hit puberty. As soon as you hit what? Puberty, you are on your own. You are, that's why once you hit puberty, the angel now, by the way, before puberty, the angel, they, 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 they write down your sins. Look how merciful Allah is. No sins. But you don't want to make it a habit, by the way. Some people think, I don't want to sin. Then they do, 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 do. Now they can't stop. The, the answer to that, brother, is when you become baligh. Once you become baligh, everything that your father does in terms of paying your zakah, in terms of paying your even sadqah on your behalf, this is uh, voluntarily for him. You know? And this is him doing good upon you. But under puberty, it's wajib upon him. You know, under he has, the father has to pay. Uh, so, uh, was there any, like, the Prophet has been mentioned that they used to wrestle. That the companions used to come and do what? As part of the as part of their as part of the way they used to have fun, is they would come and they would what? You know? They would they, they would they would wrestle. Well, you wanna wrestle something? <laughs> I can wrestle you. If you miss a day in Ramadan in fasting, do you have to make it up the day after Eid? You can make it up until next Ramadan. But it's better that you take care of it as soon as, as soon as possible. You know? Yes, please. Uh, uh, I think I 
This is only if you cannot fast. Like some people, they have diabetes, you know, and uh, it's hard for them to fast. Some people, they have like a chronic illness, like it, it will always get what? Worse and worse, and so they cannot fast. So for those people, they don't fast in Ramadan, but instead of not fasting, they have to feed a, one person for each day that they, that they missed. When do you give Zakatul Fitr? Zakatul Fitr, you give from now until you what? Until you, before you pray Eid. And it's better that you give at least two days before what? Before the end of Ramadan. So that the people, the poor, the people that will get it will have something for, for Eid. The other Zakat? One, two, four, five. Yes. It has got a specific group of people. These are people are mentioned in the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna sadaqatu. And sadaqa here means what? Zakah. Sadaqa here means what? Zakah. Inna sadaqatu lil fuqara. The poor people. Wal masakin. And maskin in English you would translate also to be poor. But there's a difference. There's a difference between poor and Miskin, what's the difference? Faqir, he doesn't have anything. Faqir means that his monthly expense that he has to pay is a thousand dollars. This he makes two hundred dollars a month. This is faqir. Miskin, he spends a thousand dollars a month, but he makes what? Nine hundred and fifty or a thousand dollars exactly. And how what's the proof for this? How do we know this? Because in Sad Surah Kahf. In Surah Kahf, when Allah was talking about the, the brothers that were working in, on the ship, you know, Khidr said that they used to have Safinatan Ya'maluna fil Bahri. They used to do what? Ya'maluna fil Bahri. They used to have, before this, they were described as Masakir. What's the Asha? Masakir Before that? <laughs> in this part, the word miskin is mentioned. Allah describing to be what? Miskin. And at the same time, Allah said they have a job. And what is their job? To take people from this side. There's water here. They take people from here to the other side. So this is how we know that faqir doesn't have anything. And miskin is someone that doesn't have, has what? Barely anything. And Amirin Allah is those, you know, when you give zakah, there are people that have to walk around and say, hey, did you, did you pay your zakah? Did this business pay their zakah? Are you, are you call me to pick up the zakah from you and I go give it to this person. The person who's working with it, they, are also, they can take also a portion of it. And those, look, zakah can even be given to a non-Muslim. Zakatul Fitr can give it to a, a non-Muslim. Zakatul Fitr only for the Muslim. Zakatul Man here, Allah says, and for the one whose heart is in between. 
Like he's not a Muslim yet, but he's oh he always supports the Muslim. He always attends their gathering. He's nice to them. He supports them. He's at the edge. So you give him in hope that he will what? Accept. And the Prophet وسلم, he did this to Abu Sufyan. And these are the groups of people, Shaykh. Last question. The one who did not uh, make it to uh, Eid, is that person also uh, uh, oblig obligatory for the Qasifat? For the one who? Did not make it to Eid, he passed away during Ramadan. And he passed in Ramadan? Yes. The whole Ramadan or what? This is another good question. So some question is that, say somebody, somebody live in Ramadan. On the 15th day of Ramadan, he passed away. So he finished how many days? 15. Should his family pay zakat or fitr? There's a difference of opinion, but the highest is that they should. Because what is the, what is the benefit of zakat or fitr? Zakat or fitr will do two things. And the Prophet, look how we mentioned, we mentioned sometimes we know the wisdom, sometimes we don't know the way. Sometimes the Prophet tells us the wisdom already in the hadith, and sometimes we get the wisdom from the scholars. So here the Prophet told us the wisdom. The Prophet وسلم, said about Zakatul Fitr, that is Tuhratan Lissa'imi. It's a purification for the one who's fasting. So you fasted, but I'm sure when you fasted, you were angry one day and, and you said something, or you, you know, looked at some, or you didn't give good salam, or you prayed late, or you know, you, your fasting wasn't perfect. So when you give zakatul fitr, it's tuhratan lissam. It's a purification for your fast. And watu'matan min masakin. So for this person who fasted 20 days, is encouraged that even people should take from his inheritance, his will, and pay zakatul fitr first. Why? Because even if he fasted 10 days, he's going to purify those 10. If he fasted 15, those 15. Wallahu ta'ala a'la. وعلى سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك